I think you might notice a little bit of a different voice right now leading you off. That is because I, Yehuda, oh. the original guest star. You're not a guest. You're one of us. We have to be switching our whole name because of you. Don't give away our secret. You knew, like, the Ravens need one touchdown. Like, the Broncos might score one more field. Get one more touchdown. Yeah, you went 10-9. Five, you can win 10-9. I'm going to go with the commanders as well, just because it's too much of a question mark um, over there on the center for this. <laughs> I can't believe you saw that right now. I don't even... That's asinine. You're crazy. He, he's got You're the crazy. full package. He's no way. I don't care. No way. I can't, I can't even. It's hard to even look at you right now when you say something like that. That's crazy. Okay. And guess what? In basketball, you use a basketball. In football, you use a football. All right, boys, let's do it. The NFL playoff Super Wild Card Weekend is underway for the third year in a row. Super Wild Card Weekend. Two more games were added on uh, with the 17-game season that was added on three years ago. It started three years ago. That was the first time, guys. You want to know a little tidbit over here. Super Wild Card Weekend was our debut for video podcasts. That was the first time we did video podcasts. It was that the first year that there was a Super uh, that there were yeah. six games oh. during the wild card weekend, if you guys recall that. So we've definitely made much improvements till now. We have Meisty as a caricature. We have Yehuda's actual face, and we have my actual face. We know how to improvise now, and we know how to make it look great. So, you know, it's it, 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 it's exciting. It's, it's obviously been a long journey, but we're excited to bring you another year of wild card weekend. How are we feeling, boys? Hype. We're good. Hype. Yeah. Hype. Can't, can't complain about NFL playoffs. You know what I'm saying? This is the time of year that's... Everyone's pumped. I happen to be, happen to be, happen to be just gonna say it. I'm not a fantasy blocker because I don't need the Monday. I don't need that. Just give me football. So I'll say this: yeah. I want football on Monday and also an extra game. I don't know how you can complain about that. Right. So here's here's the <laughs> thing: the, I want the extra game on Sunday. Uh huh. Right, so someone was suggest. Oh, you were suggesting, Meisty, that like we have like a Scott Hansen situation on uh, since there's six games, you know, have like a Scott Hansen situation. Well, I wanted that. I wanted that for oh, either that. No, that was really for while for the week eighteen. I want a yeah. full on just like Scott Hansen, just play for the games that matter. Yeah, I don't know. But Scott Hansen play. Oh, maybe I didn't mention Scott Hansen playoffs would be cool too. That would be cool. I don't think that would be really. I'll say this. I, I, I don't think Saturdays are for NFL. That's like you said, Mike. That's college. Like, don't give me Saturday NFL games. Keep Sunday. Okay, you can put them on the night game. I'm fine with that. But 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 no, none of this Saturday business. What when did this start? And now all of a sudden, because because the end, the college football regular season be, ends in the beginning of December, so now we're having Saturday games the last month and a half of the season? What? No, it's Sunday. <laughs> Sunday's NFL day. What are we doing here? Come I, on. Right. I well, associate these Saturday games with with the playoffs because they're trying to do every game a standalone game you know like they 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 can't have they can't be competing with themselves and so every game being three hours you know at least they're they're not putting a one o'clock saturday game you know instead of like the the monday night game so that we can all the entire country can enjoy every single game (laughs) and just you know watch watch that uh magnificence that like I, i will say this (laughs) <laughs> there, there, there is nothing worse than the worst thing that ever happened 
was when the Ravens and the Steelers met, and um, they uh, they had uh, it was like twenty one nothing. I turned on the TV after Travis, and it was twenty one nothing. And I watched the Steelers slowly come back and win. The Ray Rice yeah. yeah, it was the most painful. I was like, uh. yeah. that was the divisional round in two thousand and eleven. That never was the. the yeah, that, Saturday, that was, was Saturday four thirty. Anquan Bolden yep. dropped the dropped the touchdown. Tushman Zada dropped the fourth and nineteen. Yeah, those were those were those were some legendary games over there for for, for, for Steelers fans at least. Those were some those were some good memories for them. The, the Ravens' woes in the playoffs those years. They, you know, they always did everything perfect except for a couple drops here and there. So, with that being said, let's get into the NFL playoff super. Wild card weekend. Teams that have been winning, winning enough at least, to sneak their way into the playoffs. And we're going to start off Saturday afternoon. I love this matchup. It's one of my favorite matchups of the weekend, honestly. Um, I think the AFC games are setting up a little better than the N- than the NFC games in terms of on-field matchups. In terms of storyline, the NFC's got to take the cake there, right? But in terms of on-field matchups, there's some great on-field matchups in the AFC. So let's start with you, Mike. What are your thoughts about Joe Flacco heading to Texas? First playoff game since he was with the Ravens against New England in 2015. And playing the, the, wow. the AFC South division winners. That's crazy. It is so. It's such a crazy thing to hear in in, in this time of like our lives to hear that type mm-hmm. of conversation being like. Oh, I can't even. I can't even like put that into perspective. Um, <laughs> it's so crazy to think Joe Flacco was in the playoffs in twenty twenty four. It's it's mind boggling. Uh, I'm praying he wins. I, I would love to see Flacco come to Baltimore. It, I mean, as a football fan, I think there's no, there's no better storyline to that. I mean, the Stafford Stafford going to uh, I don't I think this is better than Stafford returning to to, to uh, Detroit. I mean, this is this is I I don't know, but the, 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 about this game, th- this is going to be one of those games that we're going to be like this should be the prime time night. This is oh, overtime, something like that, an overtimer. You're just going to be a back and forth, two offenses, just brute, just dueling it out. The Browns do have a better defense, but I think that the Texans offense is they're they're in full hype mode. Just CJ Stroud is just him. He wants to you know he wants to win badly. It's a team that can be beat. The Browns are beatable. I know they're good, but they're beatable. Um, I think we're I think we're gonna have a really good matchup. I, I think this is going to be a very exciting game. I, I'm, it's a I hope you can you know I hope record it and get as much as I can of it. So NFL Plus, yeah, <laughs> true. Gotta get that premium service. Joe Flacco, yeah. um, he is playing great. He's still making turnovers though. You know, throwing throwing interceptions and yolo balls. So uh, I love to see like I think it was against the Rams game against the Rams when I was watching with friends in red zone and I was like, wow, Joe Flacco is balling out, but like, where's, where's the Joe Flacco I know and love. And then he drops back down like three or down seven with seven minutes left in the fourth quarter. First down, right. It's not like a third down and long got to have it's first down bootleg chucks a deep ball, (laughs) deep yellow ball up like, like it's a Hail Mary, like this is the last play, desperation throw, and it gets easily picked off. And it's like, I love this story, and Flacco is playing awesome. But there there's always that yeah, he's playing he's playing good, is what I meant to say. He's playing well. 
But then there's he has at least one interception in every single game that he's played in. And it's like, um, it's the playoffs, you know? Like, every little thing is going to matter. And football's a game of inches, obviously. We love it. We know it. Um, cup, couple of those inches may have saved, you know, the Bucks division as a different division winner that we'll talk about. And they, they knocked out the ball when Antoine Winfield knocked the ball out of um, DJ Chark's hands, right? Like, just the play that I was just thinking of that really personifies, like, the the game of inches and how slim the margins are in the NFL. But uh, if if Houston, they the, the Browns beat Houston earlier this season, a couple of weeks ago, uh, but C.J. Stroud was not playing in that game, and Flacco still threw two picks in that game against a defense that, isn't as good, isn't as good as the Browns defense is, is like average. It's like solid against the run, not very good against the pass. But if he does that against Houston again, and CJ Stroud and the Texans can play complimentary football and get points off those turnovers, you know, I could see the, the Texans upsetting the Browns. And I, I say upset, even though it's in Houston and, you know, home field advantage, but the Browns are favored because of that ferocious defense. And I think they can get after CJ Stroud and him being a rookie is, is not great for his stats. Um, I heard that rookies are 17 rookies in their first start against a guy who's made a playoff start or 17 and 35 and one against the spread. So usually they do not succeed against more experienced quarterbacks, but CJ Stroud, you know, he looks to be an exception. A very solid quarterback and guy who the moment might not be too big, but he's still a rookie. Like, obviously, Lamar Jackson's not the same quarterback as CJ Stroud, but Lamar was playing great. Defense playing solid. And then the moment was too big for him. It was it was obvious. So you never know. If the moment's too big for, for Stroud, um the Browns defense will overwhelm him. But on the flip side, if he lives up to the moment. And they're able to capitalize on what there will be a Joe Flacco turnover as much as Joe Flacco, Joe Cool in the playoffs. Like he's he's awesome. He's money in the playoffs, but he's gonna throw at least one pick. And um, the Texans can, if they can take advantage of that, then uh, they, they may be able to uh, pull off this upset. Yeah, listen, the, the whole Joe Flacco thing has been overblown for one reason and one reason only. He has like three hundred plus yards in every game, but. You know, I could also yeah. throw a screen to Jerome Ford and let him run 80 yards and break seven tackles. I mean, great. Like, <laughs> I mean, like that's not what that's not what's been so intriguing about Joe Flacco through his first five games. They didn't putting up big numbers. I actually think those are completely inflated. What's so intriguing about Joe Flacco is, you know, sort of what you mentioned, Yehuda, is that he's just like letting the ball fly. And granted, listen, if you take out his best game, which we'll get to in a second, his best game um, of these of this five game stretch with the Browns. He has six big-time throws compared to seven turnover-worthy plays. When you have more turnover-worthy plays than big-time throws, it rarely works out for you. That's not a good formula. If it's you want, you want the big-time throws to be at least six, seven, or more, six or seven more. Um, that means that means yes, he is sort of offsetting those mistakes with big throws, but only evening it out. And that's been fine till now. They, they, remember, I mean, who are the five teams they played? They lost to the Rams, the best team they played in that stretch. They lost. Flacco didn't have a great game in that one. Then they played um, they played Chicago, which, you know, Flacco did not have a good game in that one. And, and they, they literally, you know, gave Chicago that game. And Chicago just, 
you know, blew it away. Um, then they played the Jets, the Texans, and the Jaguars. Um, so you know, yeah. it's re- it really wasn't an, it really wasn't a particularly difficult schedule. No, no good defenses. Now they're they're obviously playing against the Texans again, but like you said, without CJ Stroud the first time. And in those games, it was like, okay, listen, I'm gonna throw, to, I'm, I'm gonna make some big plays. I'm also gonna make some boneheaded decisions. But when I do that, I got Miles Garrett. I got JOK, I got Denzel Ward. No problem, you'll get me the ball back. And that generally was, it worked for the Browns. It worked, they won, they won the last four games with him, right? But it, there's much less margin for error in the playoffs. And, and you're playing against CJ Stroud, and, you know, Flacco's best game of the season by far was against the Tech. I thought it was excellent. That was the only full Flacco game I watched. It was one of two full Flacco games I watched, the Jets game as well. And I thought he was excellent against the Texans. I thought he didn't make, he may had one mistake in there. He had four big time throws. I thought he saw the field really well. He took what the defense gave him. Really nice throws down the field. Really took advantage of his playmakers. Him, him, that connection with him and Amari Cooper that day was just unbelievable. But outside of that Texans game, he's just, he's just been, you know, I mean, he's been the same Joe Flacco that we've known to love the last eight years, right? So that, that's really all it is. I think it, it, that best game was against the Texans. So will he repeat that? They didn't have CJ Stroud, but that doesn't affect the defense. The defense did get shredded in that game. So it's it's really such an intriguing storyline because it, it, this is a t- these are two teams that just played each other a couple weeks ago. The starting quarterback wasn't there for the Texans, but Joe Flacco still tore him to shreds on, on the offensive side. On the other hand, Joe Flacco hasn't really been that great outside of that game. So, But people think he's been great just because he has 350 yards every game. So it's such a fascinating narrative. And you have the rookie quarterback. I mean, on the other side, listen, CJ Stroud, I certainly think he's capable of winning this game. I, I, I'm sort of happy. I, I didn't want the Jaguars to collapse because it just it just upset me that they collapsed like that. But I do think this is a better match than the Jaguars-Browns. Um, I certainly think CJ Stroud will pick up a better fight. Trevor Lawrence has been banged up. He has not looked sharp in the last five, six weeks of the season. CJ Stroud has looked just that. He's looked sharp. Um, he has the third highest average depth of target in the league, and he's really been slinging the ball to his playmakers. Nico Collins, what you're getting, when Tank Dell was on the field, oh, it was so good. If you had Tank Dell on the field right now, could you imagine you had Tank Dell and Nico over there? But he's still been able to improvise and make the plays when needed to. Hasn't been perfect, but he's a rookie for a rookie. He's been great. And I'm very much looking forward to this matchup. You know, finally, he's finally this is this is the the most difficult um, opponent that the, the most difficult offense that the Browns are going to go up against since Flacco has uh, since since they signed, signed Flacco. So this is the real test, guys. Can they beat the Texans? And then when they beat the Texans, can they go on and beat the Bills or the Ravens? I mean, this is you know these are gonna these are the games. This this is what we see. Is Flacco really back? Is this just a fake? Oh, I love it, man. I love it. You can't get better than this. <laughs> Joe Flacco is back right. in the NFL playoffs, guys. Joe freaking Flacco. Man. Anyway. Michigan. So what do we think? Who's going to win this game? Let's go through some predictions over here, Meisty. Meisty, what do you got? Um, I'm going to pick the Browns. Fair. I am also going to take the Cleveland Browns because I do think Flacco – will make some mistakes, but the defense will overcome it. And I do think that the moment, not that it's going to be too big for CJ Stroud, but that it's the playoffs. It's his first game as a rookie, first playoff game as a rookie. It's going to be a lot. And so I think the Browns will be able to escape with a road win, but I would not be surprised if Houston is also is able to, to beat them. Yeah. I've been going back and forth in this one and I'm, going to lean toward the Texans just to be a little bit of a contrarian. Um, I, you know, I've loved the Browns all season. I think they have, you know, a top five roster in football outside the quarterback position, but something about CJ Stroud. I like him. He's a good player. Um, there's something about him, and he's really just gotten his playmakers involved. Um, and they've got good playmakers. Yet. They've really developed. They've gotten better throughout the season. So, you know, even without Tank Dell, just him to Nico Collins, that's just been a great, great hookup. 
So I'm going to, I'm going to edge with the Texans guys, a little bit of an upset, but I'm going to edge with the Texans here. Yeah. I know. I generally don't pick. All right, guys, next game, we got the dolphins and we got the chiefs. Now many have said the dolphins can't go into cold weather and win games. Many in, in meaning, you know, Meisty and I, we, we discussed this last week about home field advantage and all that type of stuff. So Meisty, what do you think? You think the Dolphins are going to go into KC? It's going to be five degrees, Rocky. It's going to be freezing. So, you, yeah. so, so I take it you think there's going to be a blowout? <laughs> well, I don't know. Because I, you know, someone spoke that I talked to today told me that you know the Chiefs like to play it close. So, huh. um, who was that? Who was that? Who told uh, you that? Michigan. Uh, Huda told me that. Uh, <laughs> She's like to play it close, maybe it'll be a little closer. But I think that, you know, even if it is a little closer, I think like when it comes down to like four or five minutes left to go in the game, like that, there's going to be that touchdown that's going to make it a three possession game. And like maybe Miami scores another touchdown or not. I don't know. But like you're just going to be, you know, it won't really be close. I don't really think it's going to be that close. Maybe even Miami scores the first touchdown and everyone's like, ooh, and then they don't look, you know, and then it's like, 21 unanswered points. Just like against the Ravens. They came yeah. out strong. They didn't finish strong. <laughs> they cannot finish yet the first scripted drive. Um, yeah, Miami Miami is so bad in the cold. And they, I think I heard something that they're like, if it was under under 30 degrees since 20, either 2008 or 2021. But I feel like it's probably 2008 because there are not a lot of games that are under 30 degrees. Um, since that time, under 30 degrees, the Dolphins are 0 and 11. So they, yeah, they're unfortunately the finesse team. Like Miami's an awesome place, very cool place. It's nice weather, but like football playoffs, like all these cliche, like you know, Lambo, frozen tundra, and like defense with championships. It's it's true. There's a reason that it's a cliche. It's because it's true, and you got to punch people in the mouth in the playoffs. You got to set the tone. You got to you got to beat people up. You got to bully people in this game. And the Dolphins missing their entire pass rush. Uh, you know, one of their top corners. Um, potentially some of their offensive skill position players like Waddle and Mostert and Tyree Kill hurt. Um, and even if Mostert and Waddle do play, they're injured. They're on some backup alignment. Like they're so beat up. And even though the Chiefs are not the same Chiefs, they are going to be able to control the clock with a solid run game with Pacheco. They're going to be able to play good defense like we saw in Germany. They're going to be able to, I think, contain Tyreek Hill mostly, and especially in this cold and with a solid defense, that the Chiefs are going to be able to get a grinded out win, which is not really something that we expect from the Chiefs. You know, we expect them to be like Miami, like more finesse and more offensive powered but the the chiefs have a top seven defense according to voa and they they are going to be able to to shut down the the dolphins now the only thing i would be nervous about if i was a chiefs fan would be if tyree kill tries to go nuclear on his former team and just you know say i'm taking over this game i'm going for 175 and two tutties and just you know breaking the chiefs back like that's that's the only thing that could could get me scared as a Chiefs fan, but otherwise, like I don't see any other way that the that the Chiefs lose this game. It's a little ironic that you know you think of the Chiefs Dolphins. If you if I would have told you two months ago 
You know, Chiefs-Dolphins in the first round, you'd have been like, oh my gosh, this is like an AFC Championship-esque game in the first round yeah. of the playoffs. The two, two of the highest-flying offenses in the league hasn't quite panned out that way, right? You know, yeah. we, we have a bunch of, you know, Kadarius, Tony, MVS letting us down over there in KC. You know, Rasheed Rice has, has come on as of late, but Kelsey has less than 1,000 yards first time in his career, I think. Is it first time in his career or something like that? Yeah. And, right? And, he, and he's had most drops of his career as well. So, you know, I, there seems to be some sort of theme going on there. And all of a sudden, the Chiefs are relying on their defense, right? Legereus Sneed and, and Trent McDuffie has been one of the best cornerback duos in the league this year. Trent McDuffie has the most pressures in the league out of any quarterback, 16. And he's also tied for the most sacks with three. So not only has he been a big, great coverage corner, he's the eighth best in the league according to PFF. He's also been one of the best uh, pass one of the best uh, pass rushing uh, corners in the league. Generally, so we see this with, 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 with the Ravens and Kyle Hamilton, right? They blitz him all the time. But generally, your big your big DBs that blitz are safeties. They're generally not cornerbacks. But yeah. the, the 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 Chiefs sent McDuffie an abnormal amount of time for a cornerback. So listen, they have their defense, like you said, number seven in DVOA this year. They have been locked down. The, the, the reason the Chiefs are in the playoffs right now, as far as I'm concerned, is because of that defensive unit. And you know, without Waddle, I mean, you know, I think this team is just so different without Waddle. It just comes to show, like, yeah, granted, two is fine. Um, Tyreek Hill is the best receiver in football. But what put that team over the top was having Tyreek on one side, Waddle on another side. If Waddle's not able to play and Tyreek's banged up, I mean, it's going to be hard, man, to overcome this. The Chiefs' offense has been slow, but you don't see Patrick Mahomes not you know losing in wild card a weekend. It's just not going to happen, guys. It's just not going to happen. So, so another thing that you don't even see him playing wild card weekend because they usually have a bye. Yeah, no, but something that you really touched that you said though is like. You know, the Chiefs are relying on their defense right now heavily. That's the crazy thing. Cause the number one player in, in, in the number one player right now, active player, is Patrick Mahomes. And you're not even relying on him right now. Like, and what he's capable of doing, I mean, we might get a little old Mahomes back, you know? I know, but we were expecting that all season. That's what they're saying all season. Yeah, like, but now it's a new season. You before it's a new playoffs. It's a new season. You flip a switch, I know, but like you can't flip a switch with Kadarius Tony and MDS as your receiver. It's Sky Moore. But you can with Sky Moore. Um, <laughs> you can always always flip the switch with Travis Kelsey and 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 your running game and just just being Patrick Mahomes is. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to say he's going to win it all, but the fact is that, like, if the defense can hold them whole teams to 16 minus points a game, then, you know, how hard is Mahomes should not be failing to score 16 points a game in the playoffs. I'm sorry if he is, then there's a bigger problem. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. That's, that, that's the only reason this is even a question, meaning if Mahomes is coming in here playing like Mahomes, then we're not asking ourselves the question who's going to win this game. That, that's, that's why we're asking right. ourselves the question in the first place. So. I'm assuming we're all. It seems like we're all going Chiefs over here. Mikey, who you got? Make it official. Oh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Chiefs. I knew that was coming. Yehuda. Uh, I'm also taking the Dolphins. Yeah, <laughs> I'm taking Chiefs, but it will be close because, like I said, as uh, that um, handsome stranger said to to Meisty earlier, um, <laughs> the Chiefs don't blow anybody out. Handsome stranger. And, uh, <laughs> I don't think they're. <laughs> I don't think they'll be able to flip a switch. And I don't consider like 10 points a blowout. I can see them winning by like 10 points, but but it'll be close. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm going with you guys. I, I think especially if Waddle's in play. If Waddle plays, it might change my opinion a little bit, but I'll just assume he doesn't. And He was limited. 
I'm living I just practice. Saw so are they going to push into play? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It's a good question. But, um, but yeah, someone was saying McDaniel's in the hot seat if they lose this game. I'm like, what are you <laughs> – I heard those rumors going around. I'm like, okay, if he's on the hot seat – I mean, I'm sure there will probably be like 28 other teams that will probably give him a call right when they – Yeah, yeah, probably. Right when, they, right when they release him. So they probably wouldn't be a wise move. All right, so we're all going Chiefs across the board. So let's oh, go. Even even just let me just touch on real quick. It, even if they, by the way, the, the uh, coach of the year has been fired. Before. Now keep moving. That's just a different sport. But oh, yeah. Miss Dable. Wow. What do you want to Which no in Toronto? Toronto fired coach of the year. I forgot who it was. The oh. Raptors fired coach of the year, and then they hired uh, Nick Nurse, and now they won, and then they won. But they had a coach of the year, and they fired him. Mm-hmm. He got fired the day before the awards show. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> right. I, I think I heard about Wayne this. Casey. Yeah. And yes, Wayne Casey. After being named the, so you're the, saying the, maybe the, McDaniel will get fired if they lose this game. Is that what you're trying to say? It's possible. <laughs> could be. I'm just saying. I think coaching is so much more important in, in football that, like, um, because basketball is such a smaller game, because such few, you know, fewer players just by the nature of the game that you obviously coaching is very important for both sports, but I think it's more important for team, a team sport where there's, you know, over 50 guys on the roster versus 15. Yeah. 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 Um, it's a little different, but yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, Mike Vrabel is a former coach of the year and he just got fired. It's true. It's true. Former, former. 